13th floor. The 13th floor. Happy Juneteenth, everybody, from the 13th floor, where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views are amazing. Go ahead, man. I'm going to give me a Corona out the refrigerator so you ain't by yourself, Mike. Okay. <laughs> Mike D, what's happening, man? How you doing today? We, we know you having a good night, huh? Yeah, I'm good. First you buy four Fosters in? Uh, only one tonight. Only he's one. He's 16 and he's celebrating Juneteenth. <laughs> but I, but I got, I had, a, I had a little smearing off. Got a little Jack to chase down the Fosters. So. Oh man, you got to get you a lemon drop, man. Uh, mother-in-law was just in here raving about how great they are. Lemon Sugar drop. on the rim, little vodka. Stolen slacker, whatever it is, the rest of Stoli, Stoli, Well, I gotta put sugar on the rim of my little drink so you can it, drink it, it, make it taste good. Yeah, that, that's yeah, what it looks like. Now nah, I'm good, <laughs> <laughs> DJ. Very be fresh, man. We couldn't do the show without you, baby. What's happening? You know, late but fresh. We here, we ready, a little tired, but always excited. We on the 13th floor. The views is crazy. Y'all know what it is. We only late if we don't show up. Ain't that right, Coach K? Uh, yeah, I don't subscribe to that. <laughs> Why not, man? It's such a great philosophy. I don't subscribe to that, man. Uh, I'm going to start calling you raccoon, though, because the way you're looking right now, you like a raccoon. I can't see your eyes or nothing. Don't even it's crazy. Got the phantom of the opera going. You hear the Uncle Ruckus over your eyes wide. Still can't see you. You're the only anyway, dark skin, light skin dude on the podcast right now. What are we talking about? Who, me? Talking about dark skin, light skin. What is that? I don't understand. <laughs> what are we talking about right now? You don't understand. See, this This why we didn't know slavery was over, because this <laughs> same conversation right here. And you know, it's funny, because I definitely educated a few people today about Juneteenth, and I was actually surprised, man. I mean, I guess I shouldn't be, because it's not as widely celebrated as it probably should be. But I have my feelings about that as well. I'm going to get you guys' take on it um, also during the show. But uh, I was at work earlier, man, and one of my installers just had, had no idea what the holiday entailed, what it was about. So I gave him a little history, you know, started in Texas, even though we was free two years before they gave us freedom, quote, unquote. Um, you know, that's pretty much the rundown. And then we celebrate it every year, June 19th, because that's the day they gave it to us. But it also, you know, for me, given the times that we lived in, even, you know, in 1863 or 1865, you get this freedom, but you, you don't really get it. So it's, it, it almost casts, it casts a shadow over the a whole holiday for me. Yeah. I mean, clearly it casts a shadow over the holiday for you, the shadow over your whole face. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> y'all like the lady, uh, right? If, 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 if you don't watch Paul. this on, uh, if you don't watch this on, on YouTube, you should absolutely one time check it out so you can see. It's like Brett, the moderator here, is in witness protection or something. I don't know what's going on. But I'm just trying got... to do it for the culture, man. Rise 1863. We all about rising. He's running through the, the Underground Railroad right now. I think, I think people got, have to understand, to though. People have to understand, like, how did the word spread that we were free? Right. There's no social media. Most black folks don't have access to a radio. I don't even know what year the radio was invented, but yeah, about to say, you know, like newspaper. how was that word spreading? Yep. Right. Newspapers at best. We're not supposed to be able to read. So, I mean, it, it, it makes sense to me that it took forever for us to 
find out that we were free. Yeah, and then, it took, I mean, it took two years to get there, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> no. Telegraph, portion. People don't believe it. Like, man, you crazy, man. They ain't free. Master ain't tell me I can leave the plantation. You tell me I can go nowhere, so I ain't, I ain't trusting it. You think he gonna tell? Right. Man, he ain't gonna tell. Not only that, you know, like some of the stipulations that came along with it. So you have, you know, the masters in the South that would it, it switched from slave labor to free from free labor to being paid, quote unquote. Um, indentured then, servants. Yeah, you going go. back to the indentured servitude. Uh, but you know, you're given this emancipation and this freedom, but then it comes on the the weight right on the heels of Jim Crow. You know what I'm saying? Or that Jim Crow is on the heels of it. So, it, it, right. It, and then the other thing is, you got to realize now we're talking about generations later, right? So you, most of these people are probably people that were born into slavery, and they don't know any, any other way of life. Yeah. Like, yep. That was their whole existence. Like, what do you, and, right. and probably, and, and really more so, you're talking about people, not just their whole existence, like that's all them, their parents, and probably their parents' parents had known in reality at a minimum. Yeah, a- absolutely. I mean, it's just like the kids today, the younger kids that when 45 got elected, they're just like, oh man, for the first time since I've been alive, there's no black president. Mm-hmm. Right? And they don't even know how to act like how do i respond to that they have no clue they didn't know oh you mean <laughs> we never had a black president before like i'm i'm eight years old there's always been a black president yeah right me yeah and it's, it's crazy how my daughter like asked for him on on occasion it's like i wish obama was 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 the president and it's like you know it, it, to even have that feeling as a nine-year-old child uh you know, it, it just says something, you know, like the air or whatever, because she's not in the politics. She don't know about all the craziness with the separation of children and this whole mess about the investigative general and these findings on the Russian report and stuff. She just knows that it doesn't feel right. That dude, oh, absolutely. He's going to stretch this out as long as he can. They're going to get you in the court. Then he's going to hit you with the, I'm the president. You can't do nothing to me anyway. So. Oh, he's going to, he's going to, what, what you call it? Um, not am is it amnesty? Can't, or, can't, he's gonna he's gonna pardon himself. Yeah, you can't try the president at all. Period. Man, I'm, yeah. that's that blew my mind. I was like, wait, the president can pardon himself? Like that is crazy. Like that's correct. He's make an amendment to the cast, to the constitution. Mm-hmm. Don't touch the constitution. Let that dude go ahead and be crazy for another two years. You start touching the constitution, stuff gonna happen. A lot of stuff need to be touched in the yeah, Constitution. The Constitution is going to it, it needs to be touched. It needs to be manicured, pedicured, facial. Shaking your head is, is only making the fosters jiggle around a little bit more. Be careful. Be careful. <laughs> why, you, why you say that, Mike? It's not in our benefit. So if you start saying, yeah, you can touch the... It, trust me, the people that are going to change the Constitution do not have black people's first best interest at heart. So if you start changing one thing, they're going to start changing everything else. And eventually, you know it, we're going to be back to three-fifth people again. Well, you know, they already don't have our interests at heart. And now that we have such a well, – we're, we're moving in the right direction, I would say, as far as our influx and political involvement within the communities on a local and national mm-hmm. level, we should be able to have a, a bit more influence uh, within the uh, – that's the part that everybody get wrong. It's like it's the what we should be and what most likely will happen don't necessarily be in our best interest. It's better to keep right, it and that's and that's my thing. I'm just like, <laughs> we say things are moving in the right direction. Like, how long is that gonna take? Right. Keep how long moving. did it take to get to where we are? 
Right, four hundred years. Yeah. So, where, where where are we? Right. Yeah, that's so, why. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. If you think when about was it, America great? <laughs> where, where, where are we starting from? It's like don't. The only thing to keep us from the actual purge of the movie is the Constitution. So once you start actually messing with that, then you know open it up a whole different can of worms because the Supreme Court is basically like you can't touch the Constitution. Period. Once they say you can touch it, then you can touch it. It ain't like they're gonna say you can only touch this section or that section or this part or that part. You can do the whole thing. Like what old boy session say, like God ordained us to do with the stuff that we doing. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, these guys doing. use of like religion to back whatever is crazy. Right. Uh, somebody read something out of a, a Romans in, in the Bible uh, earlier in the week uh, to prove a point with this whole some political mess and it's just like yo this is this is way too much for me man like y'all right. y'all, y'all not doing anything at mm-hmm. this point anyway and the propaganda machine is just running wild with all of this uh investigation and stuff it's like when, when we gonna actually get some policy about that that dude pardon himself and go ahead and get the heck up out of here in two more years i can get him up out of here in two more years i don't know about that pardon himself junk though we gotta look at that I mean, you could look at it. He figured he could get tried for as long as he did it. Wait till he ain't president no more. Wait till he is like it. I don't ever think they're going to get to the point where they actually try him, though. I think he's too insulated. Yeah, nah, I, yeah I think it's going to be this total continuous. Oh, oh, oh. Finger pointing, people yeah, interpreting like, stuff to which way. And, and pray to Lord that he doesn't get reelected. Uh-huh. It doesn't matter. When he's done, he's going to go live in Russia. Yeah, and it's crazy. Uh, it's crazy how close I feel like we're moving towards that. Like, he is Vladimir Putin, and he's trying to turn, you know, the, the Constitution, not the Constitution, the um, the government into that authoritarian society. Like oh, yeah, he loves it. Talking about he wants to do the military parades and everything, and it's just like, where do you think we're at? What are you talking about? Like, nobody wants to spend a billion dollars to watch – some tanks drive down the street. Like, you know what that billion dollars could do? I tell you what. Do you want to spend a billion dollars on We're going to realize how many people are out of shape in our military real quick. (laughs) (laughs) The only out of shape ones I hear are in the Air Force. Ooh, is that a low blow in the Air Force? Wow, man. man. (laughs) Hey, uh, Air Force listeners, uh, we love you. We support you. (laughs) Don't don't, don't tune out. He's got flat feet. He could have never been a soldier. We talking about me, not you, and you're knocking me. But moving right along, man. How was you guys' Father's Day, man? Why are you spending to talk about I got knock knees, man? What, what is I don't know what you're talking about. Here, Did man? y'all hear that? I didn't hear that. Check the tape. I don't get any respect on this thing, man. I'm just gonna <laughs> stop showing up, running, and them joints just friction, baby. Sparks going go everywhere. I'm gonna go start another show. We live again. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever day he wants to do it. I don't have to take this from y'all. Oh, you absolutely have to take it, man. You dish it out on a regular basis. That's hey, I think I had that shirt that you have on, though. Man, you like the third per- you had the third hey, person to hey. have this shirt that I got on. You used to have the shirt that he has on. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's you can shirt. get that, Carol. You working? Um, I have I have a tie that matches that shirt, though. You want to send it to us? What is that? Is that is that um you got right t- you right a mar- t- is that a maroon color or purple? It's maroon. It's gray. maroon and gray, right? No, it's maroon and white. Oh, yours maroon and white? No, nah, mine is maroon and gray. Sorry. You wearing a tie with that shirt? 
Absolutely. Yeah, you can. Solid color. Mm-hmm. Step into the to the two thousands. I was Mike's about to say step into the Boy, y'all the 90s. young yipper gappers, boy. Y'all out here. He, he, he still great. wasn't the sport coach with, don't the, touch with the shirt. I can't do that. Now you're telling me you're wearing ties with the checker shots? Boy. <laughs> I need me some black licorice stack. <laughs> you got the short licorice. Yeah, the short pants too. Short. Oh come on. He's talking about like well, LeBron. You wear the no, short pants too. It's only so far I'm gonna take my fashion, and that that just no. That's why LeBron lost I, in the final. That's why he got swept because he keep coming out there with that crazy clothes on. Hey, if, he had, fresh. if he had to dress hey, like, I ain't got nothing wrong with uh, his fashion forward. Uh, fresh would absolutely do it. I'm about to say, yo, if I was uh, rock solid and in you know the eye of the world, he ain't paid for none of them clothes. He probably caught a check for wearing them clothes. Would you, you wear the short pants? He's raising boys. I ain't got no problem. Absolutely do it. He's raising men. No problem with no short pants. When I'm collecting five hundred thousand, you got a problem with short pants? Really for five hundred thousand? Oh no! Hey, listen. Hey, listen. Don't let Fresh fool you. Fresh should do it next week if he finds it. (laughs) I don't know if I can do short pants. I ain't got no problem. You'll see him DJing an event. You'll see him DJing a formal event in his short suit. Five. Ready to go. All right, you got ready. You got to pick one. So you got to wear one. Is it LeBron short pants, dressed like Russell Westbrook? Or I'm Russell, like, Russell Westbrook all day. Or dressed like Cam Newton? I don't know what, how Cam – Cam be pretty sharp, though. Yeah, he, he wears button-down suits. Russell, and, yeah. Russell can get into some extremely tight things that I'm just not – I'm not a tight dude. Like, I'm not – but, again, like I said, however, if I was, like, fit, eight-pack eight in, in rock solid and all of that, Yo, hey, I listen. Have no problem wearing no tight crap. Russell, I'm like, yeah. Russell, body, Russell does not have um, regular size black black man thighs. There's no way. <laughs> There's no way. What do you mean? <laughs> listen, I cannot wear slim pants, skinny pants, yeah, none of that. Because as soon as I get to my thighs, it's over. I feel so weird and awkward. It is over. Look like yeah. It is hard, actually, because I run into that that situation all the time. Because I like the word. I'm telling you, that's what it is. It's, it's always the thighs. Like it our, our thighs are not like the non-black people thighs. You wear Cam's hats. Cam had negative. Like, yeah, like church hat. I'm man. good. He rocking hats like a. I thought he know. had a Pharrell John. Yeah. yeah, yeah no like man, him. he rocks church hats. Church. He had the the water buffalo hat from the Flintstones or something with the pears on it with the slippers. That's the Pharrell hat. Oh, for that with the he had on yeah. like black like black leggings or something with that one time. Hey, but listen, 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 listen. <laughs> let, let me bring this back because we're going too far. We're going too far. Speaking of church, I'm sorry. <laughs> speaking of church hats, go ahead. I'm tipping. I'm tipping my hat to you, Brett. Speaking of church hats, that's, <laughs> back that's the transition. Really back say, what are we talking about? Church hats. For speaking of church hats, man, I don't. You know what? I really want to talk about the conversation that you guys had with the uh, the role of the black church or the role of the church in the black community. However, I don't think it'll be fair um, to have it without the guests that Carol referenced. Um, and we have yet to, to find that person. I do, however, want to get on the, the subject more so of uh, spirituality, uh, not so much the church. Carol, do you meditate? I guess to some degree. 
form shape. I'm I'm trying to get closer to it. So I'm trying to get to it too. Um, and reason I I say that is because when you start watching things like the Ray Hagans of the world and looking at all these metaphysics professors and teachers, that that conversation in itself is a little uh, interesting because one guy I was watching that he he made it seem, and I believe him, that this whole metaphysics concept uh, that was created. I believe by Aristotle or Plato or one of those old school Greek philosophers um, was created out of them not understanding what is typically natural for us. And when I look at a lot of the women that I'm surrounded by, and I'm talking about my lady and her family, it's mind boggling how spiritually connected they are to like the world. And I mean, from like seeing things to out-of-body experiences, to me and my mother-in-law were just talking about her um, and how she's come to be able to meditate, to turn her mind off. And she knows or is comfortable with like not being who she kind of is, so to speak. I don't know. It's beyond my level of understanding at this point. But I do believe that on this journey, um, and I believe that us as a people should walk in this journey because it's a natural state for us. And I think the more we learn about it, the more strength we'll, we'll, we'll derive from it because I believe it, it comes from our descent. Yeah, you can absolutely create what you want. You just got to focus on it. It's, uh, so I got to, I don't even have it with me. Like I got a rock. I saw the movie called The Secret. It was all about like the law of attraction and that what you think about you attract towards you. So as long as you're thinking about positive things, you attract positive things to you. At first, I'm like, man, this is crap. And that's when we were getting ready to buy our first house. It was like, all right, you know what? I'm going to test it. And it's a part in there where they literally have like a guy talking about he's got a gratitude rock. It's like every time you grab the rock, you say what you're thankful for, you visualize yourself or whatever you want your dream to be, whenever you want it to happen. And eventually the universe starts to align things up. And every time that I have ever tried that rock, since we, I learned about it, it has never, absolutely never failed. And I got keys over here on the counter to prove it. So I think uh, The Secret was also my first real introduction. Like, of course, most people have heard and, and you know, kind of know about meditating. But I think The Secret was really my first introduction to the power of the mind and, and trying to align mm. things in the universe and get... Um, have that understanding that you really can create what the life and, and things that you want. But I recall initially first, you know, being introduced to it, uh, kind of having the same shocking reaction to it. But literally at the time I was, um, for whatever reason, my, my dream car was a, a Genesis. Like that was just what I wanted. That was my goal at that point in time. And literally made my vision board and all that other stuff. And now it's, while it's 10 years later, I'm on my, I think my third Genesis that it, yep. That literally seeing that motion, but it's also, you know, prevalent in other parts of my life where it's that, that being able to, to have your third eye open, being able to do things like meditate and really clear your mind. People don't understand the, the, the power and freedom it brings being able to take those those moments and really clear your thoughts and have the opportunity to really um, 
feel the energy of yourself and of the earth and of, you know, the universe. It's definitely a, a, a powerful um, uh, presence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think the book, The Secret, was definitely um, probably more what people subscribe to. I remember watching that DVD and it was weird. It was like just the music they had in the background and the people speaking. You were like, yo, you people are weird. But um, absolutely, a lot of people referenced that book. I still pe- hear people referencing it today. Um, but to talk about the meditation, I, I don't think that it's any coincidence that there is so much noise pushed into our lives and there's so much distraction. You know, when you look at social media, TV, so many different things. I mean, I mean, even cell phones with their frequencies and like we all operate on a frequency and all these things carry a frequency. And I think it's almost like it's designed to make sure we don't get that chance to really be able to push out all the noise and just hear ourselves. 100%. That's why TV, social media, phones, all of that stuff is there and subliminally as well pushing messages and, and things into your face. It's no, um, it's only gotten stronger over time and they've only gotten more intelligent. That's why you can talk to your friends in a room about Skittles and then all of a sudden you're going to see an ad for Skittles on your Facebook page the next day that all of those things have only got more intelligent. They've always been there. That's why they were placing you who in um, or Nestle's quick and like, you know, uh, TV shows back in the day. And so, you know, Oh yes, I'm going to drink Nestle's quick because it's the greatest and most delicious, you know, all of this has been going on and it's no secret of the, the power of it. Right. And, and the, the ability that, on a wide scale, the, 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 the power that it has to be able to, you know, um, sway whole societies. At the end right. of the day, that's what the Russians did with, with the election, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But, you know, it, it's funny, and, and, you know, we're getting into some real deep stuff now, but when people talk about the zombie apocalypse, like I was sitting there just laughing at people going out there and buying all these weapons and building bunkers and all that stuff. And I'm like, man, we're in the zombie apocalypse right now. How many people are walking around on a daily basis, just going through the motions? You get to the end of the day, so much time is gone. But like, oh my gosh, time flew by. It's because, yeah, you just aren't aware of what you're doing yep. with every second of your life. You're just programmed and just operating. Every once in a while, you take a break from the program. It's just like, man, where did all these years go? Like, it's because you're going through life as a zombie. You don't really understand what's happening. So, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of people It's becoming more mainstream now. Um, even other podcasts, um, that I listen to about self-development, um, meditation is one of the biggest things that they recommend and they recommend that you do it, you know, first thing in the morning before everything is going, before you turn the TV on, before you check your phone, and, you know, spend 20 minutes with yourself just in silence or, you know, using um, some, there's, you know, specific meditation uh, music and things like that, that you can do or, or um, affirmations, different things that you can say to make sure that you put yourself in the right place to go through the day. I was going to say, though, but I think the biggest misconception is people think that you have to, like, get into some special space or like you have to have that music or like you have to like just the act of consciously saying that you're meditating and that's what you're doing and trying to clear your your head in order to um 
take yourself in a sense to a higher plane. It doesn't matter where you like people meditate for 30 seconds in, you know what I mean? At the red light and traffic, like there's, there's all, um, there is no defined, like has to be way to consider yourself, um, working at meditation in order to help increase the time and availability that you have to do it. That's my issue with the church. I mean, it's like, you gotta be at here on Sunday during a certain time and the rest of that be out. So it's that came right. Like I remember as a kid, I used to get in trouble. Well, I'm like, we going to church. I'm like, well, the butterflies ain't going. <laughs> like God created the butterfly. <laughs> I feel like I just heard uh, episode yeah. 69 in my head all yes, over the same damn line. Like God created the girls, <laughs> they ain't going to church. Like if you don't get your butt up and go, I'm just saying. Like right. rain in the clouds. But is but- that such a bad thing when you talk? Like so, I have my own thoughts about the church, but. You know, they have a schedule of events and things that you should practice throughout the week. So it's not really a, a, a Sunday thing unless you make it that, you know, that happen. But it's, um, I think my issue even with that is that it's got to be global. So the fact that that happens in America, like what about the Aborigines in Australia? Like what do they do? And it's not like saying like they're lesser people. Like what are those people that live in the bush of Africa? What are they doing? And they're not doing it, but they are more peaceful than folks that go to church. So for you to tell me that I got to go to church on Sunday, Bible study on Tuesday, like that's a concept of time that I got to show up with a schedule of events to do stuff. But if it's not working for every human being, then how can you tell me that what you're doing is more better than what they're doing? And it's not a thing that includes everything that you say God created. So within the Bible says God created heaven and earth. Heaven and earth ain't doing nothing on Sunday except for being heaven and earth. So it comes down to more so religion part than the spiritual part. And like I think about even stuff with like my mom's, like I grew up in the church, like I was on Bible Baptist team and having the competitions between which Bible verse and they give you a verse and you gotta recite it. Like that whole thing, it just didn't fit because it didn't apply to everything that I had to go through in life. And it wasn't until kind of I went to Islam and kind of went through a whole spiritual journey that I realized that it's more to a rhythm of the universe that happens regardless of the day of the week because everything is happening 24-7, 365 and whatever days a year. I can't wait till Sunday to get what I need. I need it right now. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm at the club. I need to be able to get home because I've been sipping on Foster's. So... (laughs) No, wow. no, but it's like you got to be able to get yourself back right, and back right is all right. Focusing on what you are, focusing on who you are, what you believe, like realizing that you know I shouldn't have done what I've done. I don't need to go to a pastor to talk to the deacon to talk to the trustee to go through the whole process of getting my sins forgiven on Sunday. I need to forgive Friday, Friday at three a.m. So, it's, you just gave me a whole lot, Mike. And I know that's kind of part of the conversation that I, I would love to have a member of the church to discuss. But um, that's kind of it for me, too. I think with the way that religion, when you go on that spiritual journey, right, and you mature along that, it's different teachings. And so, mm-hmm. the Bible or the Christian church or whatever, to me, from what I've experienced, it just doesn't teach the teach 
teach the ways of the world um, in the manner that they kind of actually are, what actually subscribes to to me. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where the 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 road kind of you know goes the other way because for some people it's everything and that's all they need. Um, but I think when you you experience a little bit more, you open your mind a little bit more, and then you start asking certain questions. Um, I think you find yourself because it sounds like I have four believers in the universe on the podcast. I already know Carol uh, for sure, but I mean, even the way you talk fresh, you know what I'm saying? So <clears throat> having gone through those, you know, that journey and asked certain questions like that'll lead you down a completely, a whole nother path. Um, but the, the way that certain things are taught in the church by other people, it just doesn't, it doesn't breathe that. It doesn't breathe that, that method of thinking. It, it, it it makes you more subservient or it, it, religion is more of a crutch than anything else. And that's, that, that's been my biggest kind of issue as I've come into this kind of understanding. Like I've been in meetings with pastors and they call everybody in their congregation sheep. Like they're the shepherd. Mm-hmm. So it's like, don't take my sheep. Like sheep, man, they just don't do nothing but wait for you to let them know, let them out the gate and go eat and come back in. Like they're not thinking for themselves. They're dependent on you for where they're supposed to go. And I think of the people within the church. Like I think of those that are deep within, I will only say the Baptist religion that I know of. They depend on pastor to guide them. So therefore, as pastor says this, pastor says that, pastor did a great job on Sunday, pastor you this, pastor you that, like everything that comes out of their mouth is what this pastor going to have us do, where pastor going to have us go. Pastor said this on Sunday, that was right on time. It's like they're coming to Sunday to hear his word, to let that word guide them through their week versus thinking of their own and thinking this is what I need, having a direct conversation with God to where God is guiding so you're putting God's word into a human being. And in most cases, I won't say in most cases. I won't say, wow. It's like, geez, most in, really? It, it is in a small amount of cases. I'll even go the opposite. Um, pastor got issues on his own. So once things come out about what pastor doing with whoever and how pastor doing it, pastor need to be a little quiet on Sunday. Man, I, the funny thing, though, is I will say most cases, though, <laughs> like duality in the sense of, and, and look, it doesn't have to be like some crazy, like he's sleeping with chicks in the church, but everybody, everybody has, you know, things that are not aligned 100% with, you know, what allegedly the Bible uh, teachings are, right? Like, I, I just find it hard to believe that there are, you know, the vast majority of them living these um, uh, pristine, crystal clean, um, you know, lives where it's like, really, I don't have any, you know, negative thoughts. I don't, you know, nothing. Everything's by the book. I think everybody always has some type of, you know, whether it's I I took gum from something or, you know, and and that's the thing that the, the more religious and higher up you are, right, the more those little minuscule things of just like, oh, you took, you took such and such candy or you took whatever that it's like, no, now that weight is, is actually more because you're supposed to be at such a, a higher level of understanding in, in execution. Right. So I actually am with Mike on, I'm feeling like, you know, it's, it, that's my hardest thing with religion, right. Is 
I'm spiritual, but I just can't see with without it being just some universal everybody is this way it's hard for me to to be able to say well why is that better than that and why are they over there but why can you tell me when the dude who just said last week it turns out he was sleeping with little boys you know what I mean that it's just like the stuff that goes on is just like I have a tough time agreeing and feeling but at the same time I will say I do understand the point of religion you know I I I understand that, you know, us in this room, us on this podcast, we are the exception, not the rule, right? Most people are not as driven as us. Most people are not um, as seeking and, and looking past the just general, hey, go to school, get a job, work that job for 50 years, and then hang out at the old people home. You know what I mean? Like, we are the exception and not the rule. So I understand the importance in that people do need guidance and people do need that feeling of somebody to lead them and show them that, you know, Hey, everybody goes through tough times, but this is how you get through it. And, you know, you just got to buckle up and, and, and be in, uh, here for the ride. You know, everybody has a tough life and, and this is the way to get through it. I understand the importance, but I just have a tough time prescribing to that medicine. I, I, I got a question. I got a question. And and look, we, we kind of hitting on Christianity, but there's there's other look, we could get into every religion just about, right? To me, like religion is just more divisive than anything else, and it gives people something to be on different accords about um fundamentally, right? But let's talk about the shepherd. So what was the job of the shepherd? Lead the sheep. To do what? Lead the sheep. <clears throat> but where was he leading the sheep? To slaughter. Well, before he led them to the slaughter, he was leading them to the greener pastures, pasture, pastor, right? So he was he was clearly benefiting from leading the sheep, mm-hmm. right? That dude get a crib, he get a car, he get tax write-offs, he get all types. He stuff. led you he, he he led you to get fattened up so that he could benefit off of what was going to happen after you got fattened up, and then that was it. He yep. Killed you, he you know sold you off. You know what did it for me? It was the love offering. That's when I realized that like this is full of crap. Like this dude came, he a guest speaker, and you want to do a love offering him, and he passed the plate again. Like man, I'm at the deep. I brought five dollars for the offering today. I got to go into my pocket, and I would see like people just start scrounging up, and like the love offering would have like nickels, pennies, coins. Like really? Like how much money? Yeah. Like so, you know, look, man, and. Again, I don't want to say it's all because I think there are some out there right. that really challenge you to go see for yourself, right? And and they want you to understand that, look, don't be so religious that, you know, you miss out because you just continue to do these practices over and over. I mean, look, the reason why you go and people know the scripture it's because they repeat the same scriptures over and over. They don't get into these other parts of the Bible, these other parts of the Torah, these other parts of the Quran. They read the same stuff over and over. And it's almost like these are the pieces that continue the programming. Mm-hmm. That if you, for yourself, don't go look and go further, then you don't start to ask questions. Mm-hmm. 
right? Yeah, and you just, you just, yeah, go ahead, man. Ask, ask a question. I don't want you to keep subscribing to the same thing. So y'all talk a lot about the leaders from the pulpit, but where do you find your, or do you even find spiritual leadership in your own life right now? Just directly between me and God. That's it. Like I pray that I lie every day, all day. And that's about it. Like it's the it's the thought process that goes on in my mind mm-hmm. more so than me looking outward. Like I look outward for signs to let me know if I'm on the right path by what I'm thinking in terms of what comes out of like conversations with you guys and like feel and stuff like that, just to you know, just to make sure, all right, well, is this a sign to show me that I'm on the right path? But my direct conversation is between me and God and I listen to my inner voice because I realize that that is the God that's within me, guiding me along the path. That's your gut. That's your instinct. That's all of that. And if you ignore that, regardless of what outside, don't know. Like, that's the only thing that's with you 24-7. Your dreams are a part of guiding you on what you're doing. Your thought process is all guiding you in your path. And if you ignore it, you're ignoring the rhythm that you have with the universe. And you're going to end up in some negative stuff to begin with because you ain't paying attention. So you got to pay attention. And it's, that's the only thing. Any any other man cannot tell you what any other woman cannot tell you what you experience in your thought processes and the quietude of your own self in the middle of the night. They just can't. And I, get in, I get into it with my mom all the time. Like my mom, like, I don't know what God you pray to. The same one that you do. Like, what the heck does that mean? <laughs> That's it, but see, like that's the, the the thing that furthers me to distance myself from religion because it's it's how can you say that <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, how are you the the religious person in in you know what do you what do you mean that it, it, because I don't come to your church at eleven on Sundays that I can't speak to the to the same Jesus really yep. is that yep. is that how it's going down? Yep. But I mean, you hit the nail on the head that it's I don't have a a direct source, but it's about being spiritual and feeling the energy of the universe, noticing things, keeping, you know, that third eye open, seeing the signs, paying attention to the signs and being able to, you know, there's a lot of um, self-dialogue, a lot of, you know, um, re-diagnosis, I guess, of, you know what I mean? You, you play a lot of things back in your head and, and, and are able to catch like, oh, I remember six months ago that that happened and it made me feel that, you know, this wasn't going to be there anymore. And sure enough, six months later, you're able to go ahead and, you know, correlate all of those different energies and mm-hmm. understand better. But it's um, another source I have found though, is I have, um, while not, I'm not an avid reader, the Tao Te Ching. So like the original um, Buddhist uh, teachings and they're just really, it's, it's not as religious as it is supposed to be just, um, general teachings for a happy life, I believe, or something like that is how it's described. But it's um, a great source for uh, better understanding of, you know, just general ways to lead a good and happy life, you know, doing things like not being vindictive and and, and knowing how to um, be present in the moment and not be um, in the past or in the future to really enjoy uh, the moments that you are in and understand that you are where you are supposed to be at every moment and not um, get to the spaces where you get caught dwelling or, or assuming or thinking or wishing and like 
understand like right now we're on the podcast baby this is where we're supposed to be there is nothing else that's supposed to be happening what we're discussing and 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 talking about is the energy that we need to and and, and things that we need to discuss because this right now is going to impact us three days, six days, months later, not just us, this conversation is somehow going to resonate with the universe, universe, excuse me, and be able to touch people, um, you know, all over. Absolutely. So it's funny that, um, you know, Mike, you, you mentioned, you know, asking questions and, and, and questioning things and, and actually speaking to the God in you, right? Mm-hmm. So I had posted a Facebook post one time and it said, what if you praying was actually you giving affirmation to the God within you that was going to manifest what it is that you wanted. I don't understand why that's such a hard concept for people to grab. Oh my gosh, man. People went crazy. I had one person say, don't, don't question God. Mm -hmm. And I I said, hold on. I said, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't question God. Matthew 7, chapter 7 says, ask and it should be given you. Seek and ye shall find not and that should be opened unto you. So what, what what were they talking about? It's right there in the Bible, but you telling me not to not to question God. And I think that's the problem is that people have allowed religious practices, right? Or things that have been pushed on them to interrupt that spiritual connection where you use the God that was in you, right? They said that we are all able to create in the same manner. Um but we, we've now handicapped it and suppressed it based on we're going to seek out somebody else to make it happen for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to leave that right there, ladies and gentlemen. We want to, um, I want to encourage everybody listening to this podcast to jump on that spiritual journey. Find the God within you, however, whatever that looks like. But find that God within you, man. Get Get that spiritual strength meditate meditate whatever works i don't know if i'm ever really be i gotta practice because i can't like turn my head off you know like it's it's like you gotta you gotta a you have to to not be hard on yourself people get caught up in assuming that they're going to um be like ace ventura and all of a sudden get on this higher plane and go on like this ride where they're like in the Indies mountains or so Andes mountains, excuse me. And, and, and it's some type of adventure like that. It's, it, it starts in small doses and just the act of working on clearing your mind and looking to bring yourself back to, as you're wondering, Oh, as you start to think about the growth, no, I need to come back to center. As you start to think about the 30 things that you got going on back to work, you know, just working on, nope, I need to bring myself back to center. And in just the, the, the steps of working on doing that over time, then you get to where you can get to that, okay, I am in that meditative state and I am in, you know, kind of that, that zone. But it's about not getting um, too hard on yourself. And I actually heard Angie Martinez talking about this as far as getting too hard on yourself, she was talking in the interview with J. Cole, actually, uh, because they were talking about meditating. She was saying that she got frustrated doing it and that she she wanted to do it as much because she felt like she wasn't successful at it. She wasn't good at it. Mm-hmm. And he was making the point that you have to get pushed past that and understand like you're not, it's like doing anything. You're not going to be a, a, a guru at it the first time that you do it. It's about 
right. creating the practice and getting the repetition into your life in order to expand on it. And that's why I was saying it doesn't take uh, a, a five, 10, 20 minute session for you to be able to say that you meditate. Like people will literally meditate for 30 to 50 seconds, just, you know, being able to, okay, right now, even I'm at the bus stop, I'm going to shut out everything and, and, and kind of refocus and get back into my, my zone. I miss your bus. <laughs> Meditation one-on-one brought to you. No, by but, but, uh, yeah. And a lot of people say the gateway is to focus your attention on your own breath. Yes. Because when you're doing that now, all of a sudden you're, you're tuning everything else out and there's levels to it. You know what I mean? As, as fresh says, you're not going to go to the deepest level immediately, mm-hmm. but as you constantly strip away the layers, it becomes easier for you to get into that zone. So as I said, I, I don't practice it regularly, but you know, my meditation time is when I'm taking a shower, mm-hmm. you know, because that's usually uninterrupted time. I get the water which is nature that kind of, you know, isolates and and pushes everything else out. And there is, so, you know, you got to give it. And and Brett was saying, you know, find out, you know, the God in you, just start asking the questions that you've always wanted to ask. Mm -hmm. Um, Do your research. There's a whole metaphysical section in the bookstore um, that you can go to the library um, you know, online, there's just so many resources. So just take that first step. It's the biggest thing and, and, and find out. You may discover things about yourself that you never knew and, and, and discover a new you. And I think that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. It, was a, uh, it was a book that I read, actually two. One was called The Miracle of Water and the other one was called The Science of Breath. Um, and a miracle of water was talking about like how I literally like the water cleanses you and how you should take it through like your nose to clear out. Like literally it gives you a whole different perspective on kind of what you should do with water. And then the breath was talking about how people that are like from Africa and like Middle East, how they look at Americans like you all don't know how to breathe. Like it's almost to a point where you say like, why are you breathing like that? It's like because we breathe wrong and they are taught how to breathe at an early age, but we as Americans lost that. And your breath is breathing in the life energy that's in the air. And we don't think about it. We just think about it as we don't put any focus in the breathing. Whereas they're saying that people that are more spiritual, like you mentioned with the meditation, like literally they give intentional thought to their breath, like monks and all of that. Like, that is their power is understanding that within air, there's a God life energy and every breath you take is breathing in God. So appreciate it. And we just like, <laughs> like we smoke. That's why people say you shouldn't smoke because you're impacting the life energy that God's giving you into your body by messing up your lungs. It gets deep. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> I feel like I got so much homework now, man. And I think the listeners, if you're listening, you know, you got some too. You got to work on how I'm breathing and be more intentional about how I'm breathing. You got to get in tune with the God in you. You got to start small with these meditation steps and, you know, focusing on your inner self. And I think that's what scares some people the most is like you, you got to spend time with yourself, mm-hmm. you know. And but that's, you know, that, that's what I feel is the, um, addiction of religion right is the the 
the fact that you don't have to look within yourself. You have this guy. You always got this thing. Yeah, and, and it's like that light is what they're focused on, that there is light. such a large opportunity to lose yourself and allow yourself to um, potentially be led in, in false directions, right? So it's it's... I think everybody should be grounded in self and understanding and, and being able to truly listen to that inner voice in order to um, live a, a wholer and, and more enriched life, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, before we uh, head to you fresh for the Fresh and Biz, got some birthday shout outs, man. Ain't your birthday coming up already passed? Mine passed. Already passed. Yours passed already. Okay. Happy so we belated. Got, happy belated birthday to Fresh. We got Art and Nia. June 15th, Gemini's. Yes. Baby girl had a crazy uh, birthday uh, tea party fashion show. I got to send y'all the pictures. It was all the Dad, same. Daddy dress up? This guy? No. Really? No. Nah. They uh, they did you all the wear, dress up and make You want to dress up for your show tomorrow? It's your daughter. Man. You want to dress up? You see it. Grandma, happy birthday. She had a <laughs> birthday uh, a couple days ago. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah. in the building, we <laughs> so hard. Absolutely, friendship biz, man. What we got this week? This week, I'm going to talk to you all about search engine marketing. So, as you guys know, I'm your local entrepreneur ninja. Um, what is it? Marketing, online marketing, oh. pay per click marketing, PPC. Is this all different from SEO search? That is different from SEO. Today we are talking about SEM, search engine marketing. Remove what Brett just said, throw it out your head, and let's focus. Tune into me. Watch what I'm saying. I am the captain now. Search engine marketing. When you go on Google and you are looking for something, right, what happens is you type in um, a, a basketball place, and then you're you're able to see where you can you know buy basketballs potentially. When you are doing that 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 search, what's happening live on Google is an auction is taking place in real time. Businesses are actually working and paying in order to show themselves at a higher level or ranking on that page in order to be able to you know potentially get your business. Now I'm talking to you as the business owners in the entrepreneur ninjas you are able to go ahead and provide yourself the opportunity to be positioned higher in uh, Google ranking or other search engine. How? Because you would participate in something like AdWords, which is what, Brett? Search engine marketing. My man. That is <laughs> exactly what I'm talking. So AdWords is search engine marketing, PPC, pay-per-click marketing what is happening is you as a business are able to uh create a list of keywords that you think are the most targeted keywords that you uh think a potential client or customer might use to search on google or somewhere else in order to find your business and be able to have their issue solved so my suggestion is to go ahead and take a good look um into search engine marketing you can reach out to us here at 13th floor we do provide that service, but whether you get it through us or someone else, depending on your business, I think it's a great thing to look into. Check us out. Search Engine Marketing, all here, live and direct from your local Entrepreneur Ninja. Be fresh. We out. We more than DJ. There it is. Mike D. Yes, sir. You had an opportunity to check out that new Beyonce? Who? 
That y'all say what? Maybe that y'all say. You ain't listen to that y'all say. They come out on CD or album. No, come out on CD. Is that is that on Laserdisc? It's gotta be. You got the concert on Laserdisc. It ain't on CD, vinyl, or eight track. I can't help you. You don't know man, you got a fancy new iPhone, man. You get you some. Uh, I don't have no iPhone. Can't. His iPhone got an eight track. I don't have. I don't, I don't, mm. What happened to your iPhone, man? I thought you My got iPhone. upgraded. Dad's upgraded you or something like that. No, I got the LG. They got wiped out when I got to Ohio. I can't do iPhone. iPhone cost too much. They don't sell that. that he got that LOG, that last OG. <laughs> Hey man, if you haven't already, go get it. Hey, hit, 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 hey, hit me up with the page. So I'll call you back for the payphone. Let me get the joint with the rotary dial. It's looking dope. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you've enjoyed what you listened to, man, make sure that you uh, continue to subscribe. Stay connected with us at 13th Floor, please, on all your social media, uh, <laughs> on all your social media platforms. Get the videos on YouTube, Facebook, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, everywhere. We got to get this thing on Pandora, man. Pandora, how long till y'all get podcasts? 13 floor. Let's go. Hey, man. Can we get it on title? Enough of us have subscription. Title. I've looked into that. Yeah. We can talk about that offline. Oh. Stay tuned. Title's coming. Talk to Coach K. Talk to Beyonce. She can make it happen. Yes, she could. I'm going to send out a message. Coach K, what you got for the people, baby? What I have for the people. So we started off talking about Juneteenth and not getting the word or knowing that we were free. And there were so many of you out there right now that because you won't diversify where you get your information from, you too don't know that you are free. Uh, You subscribe to the same practices the same thoughts, the same type of people, and you're just caught in, in this one mode of living. And that's just not life. Life was meant to be diverse. Just like you want to diversify your financial portfolio, you should diversify your life portfolio. And that means that you should ask the questions that need to be asked and that you should inquire about that higher life, that higher purpose that you want to live. And go out there and do it. Don't let anybody tell you that you can't. Don't feel that you have to be confined within these rules. Go out there, do your own research, come to your own conclusions, and choose to live your own life. Believe that. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you all for listening with us here on the 13th floor, where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views are amazing. The 13th floor, floor. The 13th floor, floor.